everybody. Welcome to the fourth installment of our UH Ventures Health Voyages podcast series. David Sylvan here again. Before we get into our podcast today with our uh, special guest today, Sarah Mahalik, I'd like to take this time to remind everyone once again to visit the UH Ventures website at ventures.uhhospitals.org. And that, actually, this is an award-winning website we're proud to announce out of a 160 entrance into the American Institute of Graphic Arts Cleveland competition, uh, our website won, so we're very proud of that. We've taken some time over the last several weeks to add more content to the site. We've included recent news, case studies, upcoming events, and we've also got a place to showcase our growing UH Ventures portfolio. Take a look. We've activated a resources page this acts as our library for uh, authored innovations handbooks and playbooks. And the page also includes all of the episodes of this podcast series, so as well as a collection of links, stories, articles, videos that we enjoy, videos, content that we use on a daily basis. So again, look for ventures.uhhospitals.org. Take a look around. So for today's conversation, we've mentioned many times that healthcare innovation has its fair share of, of constraints of black boxes. We discussed intellectual property in the last episode, but the black box we're going to try to uh, attempt to de demystify today is all too familiar with the startups who are trying to break into, into healthcare, into UH, into healthcare in general. It's no secret that healthcare systems are not easy to navigate. And even when you do make your way to the right people, it can be difficult to get to decisions. And then when you finally get the go-ahead, it can be challenging to get your solution actually implemented. All the startups listening here today are probably vigorously nodding their heads. So today, it seemed to make sense to introduce the topic like this to our ecosystem, to share some perspectives on how we engage, perhaps offer some tips and tricks to any entrepreneurs, and while I suspect that cracking this nut may, may take several podcasts, I assure you that you're all in great hands with our guest today, Sarah Mahalik. Sarah is our managing director responsible for our outside in portfolio at UH Ventures. Hey, Sarah. Hi, David. So before we dive into the startup, uh, startups and engagements, fill us in briefly in terms of your role, what outside in means, and also why working with start startups is a key focus for us here at UH. Sure, thanks David. So in my role as Managing Director of Business Development with UH Ventures, I have responsibility for managing a pipeline of opportunities that come from outside of university hospitals. So within our portfolio, uh, when we look at the opportunities to innovate and transform across the enterprise, you know, there's a couple different areas of focus for us. We have opportunities of innovation from internal physicians and teammates and nurses that are finding new and innovative ways to address common problems and bringing those opportunities forward in collaboration with UH Ventures. These are inside opportunities that we seek to understand if there's outside potential for. So can we move these innovations from inside our four walls out into the commercial market in a very viable way that gives value not only to our patients and communities we serve, but to those outside of the organization. Conversely, 
there are opportunities that come from the outside. So these are you know early, uh, early innovative startup organizations in the technology space, in the device space and diagnostics, um, even in process and service oriented organizations that have applied their solution to address pressing problems in healthcare. We believe that uh, true innovation with these companies happens when you take these solutions, move it into practice, and understand you know, how to mold, shape, influence, and, and optimize that solution in a way that really derives true value. So in these instances, you know, from a business development standpoint, we're looking for a couple things. You know, do, do these organizations help us solve a pressing need that has strong strategic alignment to the areas that are most important to university hospitals and really driving our mission forward to heal, to teach, to discover. We also look for the viability of these solutions. Do we think that it has good market potential beyond university hospitals? In addition, you know, we look for a strong leadership team. You know, being part of a startup and, and guiding it and shepherding it from idea and concept into practice is, is not an easy task, and it's not for the faint of heart. So we look for incredibly strong, uh, tenacious leaders that have a track record of success. And, you know, as we move through our discussion today, we'll talk about what that process looks like at UH. Okay, so that's great. So assume I'm a startup. Assume I, uh, I represent an, a, an entity that checks all of the boxes that you've just mentioned. It's pretty simple, right? We sign some agreements, we plug in the tech, and we get to work. It's, it's that, that, that simple, right, Sarah? So obviously we know it's not. Let's walk through the process from the startup's pers perspective. We have a solution that we think can add value to UH. Who do I call? What do I do first? Sure. So... You know, there's many ways for these opportunities to surface, even, you know, with our team. So as a startup, you know, one avenue would be to engage with us through our website. So as David mentioned, you know, um, in his opening comments, you know, we have a, a wonderful website at ventures.uhhospitals.org, and that's a great way to enter in to the organization. We monitor that, we can route that lead, if you will, to the appropriate people within our team. Another way that we source opportunities is through our local ecosystem. So we're strong partners with Jumpstart. They certainly know our health system very well. They, uh, they know our people on the Ventures team very well. And they can be a wonderful resource for early startups, both in terms of guiding them, shepherding them through their innovation process, and that involves linking in with local health systems like university hospitals, Cleveland Clinic, and others. Another uh, relationship that we really enjoy from an early innovation startup perspective is as a founding member of the Cleveland Plug and Play organization, which is a an accelerator based out of Silicon Valley that helps early stage companies really in multiple industry verticals, but especially here in Cleveland in the healthcare vertical, understand how to engage with health systems like us. 
So once these things come into our view and into our funnel, you know, we have a very uh, scripted, uh, repeatable, diligent process that we use to understand if it's a good fit for us and a good fit for the entrepreneur or the early stage company. All right, so let me make sure I get this, I've got this correct. I'm a, I'm a startup, I delivered my first pitch. You talked about this, uh, this uh, scripted process. What is happening in the background? What does that entail? What is UH Ventures doing before we can engage on a deeper level? Sure, so as a team, we are constantly trying to um, keep up with the changing dynamics in healthcare in general, but especially within our own enterprise, because this is a fluid business. You know, we're not making cars where we have something come through the assembly line and, and we know exactly what needs to happen. We have unique individuals coming through our organization every single day, millions of encounters um, across the system, and we know that that takes a dynamic approach to navigation and to understanding. So we as a team take it upon ourselves to keep abreast of the things that we know are strategic imperatives as we set out our, our year, our, our yearly planning, but also to stay abreast of that and how things are changing. So we're always doing that in the background. But first and foremost, we look to align these solutions to our core strategic needs. There's four thematic areas that we're focused on, and you know, as you see, they're, they're pretty broad, but one is consumer-centric healthcare. We know that to be competitive and to be responsive to individuals, we need to meet people where they're at. And the consumer is changing, especially as it relates to healthcare. So we are really focused on solutions that help us build, operate, and sustain a very consumer-centric health system. Thematically, we're also really focused on solutions that help us build the right business and infrastructure. So what are the things that are just the blocking and tackling foundational building blocks of the organization that we need to accelerate or innovate? So things in supply chain services, HR, IT, that will just become really important innovations in the business and infrastructure place. Another key area we're focused on is population health. So as we seek to move from um, one individual at a time to looking at an entire population and how we can meet the needs of the triple and quadruple aim, improving the health of the population, lowering the total cost of care, improving the patient and the provider experience. And then lastly is clinical tools. So these are things diagnostically um, from a device perspective that are really going to allow us to provide the next cutting edge uh, procedures for our patients that we serve. So we're, you know, in summary, really looking to align the solution to our strategic core areas of focus, those four being four main areas that we're really uh, centered on. Okay, so that all makes sense to me. So I understand the macro. I understand that my solution has to fit somewhere or align somewhere with one of those strategic imperatives. But I'm also sure that I need to be working directly with someone's specific unmet need. I need to, I need to partner with a, a stakeholder, a champion within the organization. 
So if, if I'm a startup, how, how directly am I working with that champion? What is UH Ventures' role in that regard? Talk, talk to me about that process. Sure. So engaging the right stakeholders is critical for all parties involved. Uh, we want to make sure that we have the domain expertise, the practical, you know, clinical or operational expertise at the table to be part of that due diligence process. So there's some fundamental things that we do in the beginning just to make sure it lines to the strategic imperatives. We understand the value proposition. We feel uh, good about the, the leadership team. Then we will identify as a ventures team the internal stakeholders that should be at the table with us through this process. And that usually involves a mix of clinical, operational, technical, and at the right stage, financial stakeholders to come together with us through that process. So we help the early stage companies navigate that. And it also helps ensure that we're judicious with people's time and that we can check the appropriate boxes and help the startup uh, navigate that uh, before engaging stakeholders and uh, making sure that we're using and making the best use of everyone's time involved. Okay, great. So we're making progress. We've, we've established the need. We've established the potential for the solution. We've identified a champion. What do I as a startup now need to be able to communicate or demonstrate to be able to advance this now towards some form of decision? Sure. I think the, the biggest thing is um, we really need to understand the clear value proposition. So there's so much you know, so many great solutions that are in the market today, but there's also a lot of noise, and that noise is, is you know, heavier in some areas than, than others. So being very clear about the value proposition in terms of what are the outcomes we expect from your solution, what are the value uh, variables that we can expect, both in terms of improving patient care, improving provider experience, improving efficiency, improving finances. These are really clear value proposition components that need to be articulated early. If it takes us two, three, four meetings to figure that out, it's, it's too long. So being clear about that upfront is really important. To understand and be honest about where you're at in terms of market traction. Is this in beta? Have you tested this as a proof of concept? Do you have customers that have already seen results? Depending on the opportunity, we will engage at multiple stages. But certainly, if there are measurable results that you can articulate, that will only help drive the opportunity forward in our, our funnel. We also do a feasibility assessment and look across our organization just to make sure this is a big organization, you know, with more than 15 acute care hospitals all across the region, you know, 1.1 million um, patients served a year. We need to make sure that we don't have solutions that do a similar thing across the organization as well because that just creates confusion. So we go through a process internally to assess that. And um, we really want to understand the differentiator. So why your solution versus others that are in the space or, you know, others that may not be as cutting edge, but they're doing okay today and we're getting results. So that differ differentiation story 
is really important up front. Sarah, that's great. We're coming up against the, uh, the end of our time together, but perhaps for my last question, you can, you can get a little bit more tactical. We've got to the point where we're uh, about to propose to you as a startup what it is that we think we can do with university hospitals. What are the most important things in your mind for us to keep in mind when proposing a scope of work? Sure. So when proposing a scope of work, um, probably one of the most important things is for the company to share clearly the expected outcome of that work. So, you know, duration, um, stakeholders involved, time, resources, those are all really important components. But at the end of the testing period, the pilot period, or the initial launch period, what do we expect to see? Is that an improvement in a process? Is it an outcome that we expect to see? So being really clear about what key performance indicators we will be centered on is really critical to uh, the scope of work. Also being, as I mentioned, just very clear about what do we need to contribute to, to ensure that this is successful. Everything from you know project management to technical environment clinical, operational, domain expertise that needs to be engaged. All of those variables are really important in terms of the scope of work. In addition, it's important um, not only in the scope of work, but even before we get to this point to understand, is this a standard pilot or standard proof of concept or standard launch where there isn't a co-development or co creation opportunity involved, or is there a real intentional opportunity for co-development, co-creation, where we can share our intellectual property in a way that accelerates the startup's objectives and also has, you know, advantage and, and special advantages to university hospitals as part of that. So that's important to delineate as well. Sarah, this is all great. Thank you. And uh, I suppose we could probably spend the rest of the day getting into a lot more detail on, uh, on all of these topics. And of course, we'll begin to, to think about which areas to re-explore as the, as the series continue. Everyone, feel free to reach out to us directly. Any feedback on the podcast can be sent directly to ideas at uhhospitals.org. And again, remember to visit our website, adventures.uhhospitals.org. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.